You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a magnificent Monday. But more than that, this week is exciting because I got the residency kind of taking over the show this week. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, y'all are going to see me in this same outfit because I got the opportunity and the pleasure to speak to some amazing representatives of the residency. Today, I get the opportunity to connect with Alyssa King, who's one of the program managers there. She'll be telling me all about her role and how it fits into the vision and mission of the residency. And y'all will hear about the other two guests later on in the week. But of course, it is the top of the show, y'all. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Participate with us. Go ahead and tag and share this stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The David Trey. If you cannot watch our TV show, we surely have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The David Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. Go ahead and search for us and y'all will find us there. Well, before I get into it today with Alyssa, I also want to start the week off just doing a throwback to how we celebrated Juneteenth last Monday. Already a week ago, there were so many amazing events happening in our community. And of course, Converge Media was there. Now, how? I don't know, because there was so many things going on, but we have an amazing compilation just to give y'all a taste of how it was celebrated here in the Seattle metro area. And also to encourage you to be a part of the celebrations next year. Go ahead and take a look. Juneteenth is a day for Black voices to be heard, Black excellence to be seen, and Black love to be felt. We're honoring our history, our ancestors. We're honoring so that we can lay the star seeds for our quantum future selves, for our legacies, for the youngins. Juneteenth means to me, it's just the knowledge of being free and being able to enjoy community and being outside and yeah, just freedom. Coming here and seeing all the different vendors and you know, just the hard work that they put in to um, showcase that their work, I think it's a beautiful thing. Just celebration, you know, all these businesses, you know, they need to thrive, you know. It's what we can do together. They didn't let us know that we was free. Cats was free, you know, from uh, slavery, but it was like until that cavalry rolled through and let people know that, hey, you have been free. That's what Juneteenth is, a celebration of our freedom. Allow an opportunity for us as a community to celebrate uh, the, the resilience um, and the power of our, our ancestors, those that came before us, in order for black people in America to really have a full equality uh, or, or full freedom, to enjoy a full freedom in life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, there's still a lot of changes that need to happen in the society. It's a beautiful day in Seattle. It's all love. You know, there's so many things happening in our, in our world right now that are causing us to forget. Events like this one are super important for our community because it really brings people back home. Skating and 
that uh, our history, black history, go hand in hand. Um, we go way back. So, you know, we used to skate to protest. Juneteenth, celebration, freedom, bringing people together. I feel like that's just a perfect match. No matter where you are in the city, there's so many different events that are going on and they cater to different crowds. But really, at the end of the day, it's all the same thing. Everyone is really partaking in the legacy and uplifting Juneteenth, and that's the beautiful part. We are at Mopop, not only celebrating Juneteenth, but we're also celebrating 50 years of hip hop this year. So we have multiple different uh, exhibits open. There's Contact High, you can go to Jimi Hendrix. We have a panel going on right now with Jerobi, Shaw Rock. It felt really good to go up on that stage and see all those black people that actually came out tonight. Juneteenth is a celebration. It's a moment for us to all fellowship. It's a moment for us to all come together and truly celebrate our blackness in a way that, well, nobody can actually ignore. We have everything from handmade um, candles. We have this beautiful perfume line with these gorgeous bottles. We have so many makers and vendors who spend their time and efforts to look forward to days like this where we can collect our consciousness and raise our frequencies together. We're a team, we're a unit, we're a collective of makers in Seattle. I love the fact that it's been celebrated even more. My grandmother used to always tell us about Juneteenth when I was a kid and it wasn't as popular then. Um, but to see it being celebrated even more now, I think it's such a blessing, it's such a beautiful thing because we deserve it. We deserve all this stuff. from the Central District and the South End. It's so important that we have events like this that anchor community. There's a lot that's owed, that's due, and we can see that as evident when we look at the wealth gaps and the income gap that are prevalent right here in this city of Seattle and across the country. Juneteenth is like, it's just a celebration. It's just a beautiful black celebration, black joy, black love. Um, black excellence, all of that. So it's just a celebration and a day to be seen. And for to be real, everybody else, pipe down and let us get our shine on. <laughs>I'm telling y'all, it's a beautiful thing to see Juneteenth celebrated in so many ways. Shout out to all of the event organizers doing the hard work behind the scenes to bring all these events out to community. I know I was one and it was many hours and I love being able to pour into that. It's also a way for me to always remember my brother, Elijah L. Lewis, who was so integral in this series of events that happened in the summer with Africatown and King County Equity Now. So shout out to everyone who pours their love and passion for community into these events. It's a beautiful thing to see happen. And I'm excited that I get to bring my energy to it. So I encourage y'all again, check out these amazing Juneteenth events in your area. They're happening all over the state. I think uh, when I searched it, there was like 22 different events. So there's plenty of ways for you to tap in and learn more about the legacy and history of Juneteenth. Well, after this short break, I get to learn more about Miss Alyssa King, who is bringing her energy to the residency. Y'all stay tuned right after this. You're watching The Day with Trey. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. Have gives hope, doesn't it? 
Cause the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. This thing started with the dream, a vision, a little ambition, anticipating what was possible in the midst of improbable. How do we get our team through the South? We're gonna talk about what happened here in 1964. This city was an ugly place to be. I need you on the battlefield making sure that one day and one day soon, by the time they are our age, we can all say, now all lives matter, and it be the truth. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. I've been seeing your comments. You're trying to get those tickets for the HBCU Swingman Classic. So this is what I did. I am bringing 20 of my closest friends with me to pull up to the HBCU Swingman Classic over at T-Mobile Park happening July 7th. Real simple to enter. You just want to head on over to whereweconverge.com forward slash swingman. And yes, I did say I am bringing 20 people with me. Make sure you're one of them by entering right now. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, and the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And joining me right now is Miss Alyssa King from The Residency. What's up, Alyssa? Hey, Trey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. Yes. You know, I know you're not used to being in front of the camera. No. You're normally behind the scenes, yes. making all the magic happen and helping with the efforts of The Residency. But mm -hmm. I'm excited because I get to start with you and you get to tell me more about your beginnings into The Residency because there's something very specific about wanting to help young artists tell us about your story and why you started with the residency yeah um so i started with the residency in 2015 with the original cohort so i was an original <laughs> uh, participant and um grew up born and raised in the cd and so um i grew up in a household that loved to sing in the church right and so i was born uh singing my mom would like to say i, I began singing in the womb right um and so it was inevitable that i would get into different programs like the residency to help craft me as a young artist, right? Um, and so pivoting, graduating college and all that good stuff, I was trying to figure out who I was in society, right? And what I wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, your dreams are always going to be there, whether or not you 
go for it or you come back to it, right? And so I ended up coming back to that. Um, and it was a full circle moment for me when I got hired on to be a part of the residency. So that's how I got to be a part of it and how I started with the residency. Well, I mean, you talk about, you're one of the OGs, Alyssa. <laughs> uh, you know, that first year oftentimes is a foundational year for any program or organization mm -hmm. because they are testing out the theories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love to hear from you about your experience as one of those first cohort members mm -hmm. where the residency was brand new. No one really knew what it was, but y'all were the ones to kind of bring it out to the public. Tell me more about your experience there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Kind of one of those things that you see on the TV. Um, so it was great to be a part of it. I was a part of a cohort of about 30 other um, artists. And so it was amazing to meet people that I've met before when I was younger, see them again, right? And then people that I haven't met before, right? Um, I think all in all, we all individually had skill sets that helped push us all individually as artists. Um, being able to work in a group, I really enjoyed being able to push myself working with a pianist, somebody who knew how to, you know, do their skills on the, on the piano. Um, even a dope uh, lyricist young woman, um, seeing her MC and be a rapper, right? That was really dope and empowering. Um, overall, it was a very empowering and bolding experience as a young Black woman. Um, and so, yeah, that was really my experience. We got opportunities to see uh, Macklemore come in, and those are like really surreal moments, right? It's like, oh my God, Macklemore's in the studio, and I'm in the studio. Like, um, So yeah, they were great opportunities. They um, equipped us with so many skills and um, equipments. Like we got things like um, Microsoft Surfaces, right? Um, we even got things like, I believe somebody got an Xbox, things like that. Like things that you wouldn't have access to, right? Um, we got access to through the program, so. Well, you know, that's phenomenal to hear. And honestly, a lot of that couldn't be possible without amazing partners and sponsors. Mm -hmm. And I know the residency really has uh, perked the ears of others who are looking to really pour into young artists. Yeah. So it's great to know that there's this anchor when it comes to the residency in terms of like shaping our artists here. Uh, but also artistry is uh, part of a family kind of, you know, and mm -hmm. I almost every time I have artists on, I mean, you're talking about 30 cohort members how have y'all been able to stay connected as you, you know, grow into your young adulthood, yeah. as you watch some, maybe some of those cohort members like flourish in their artistry? Uh -huh. How has that been since you've been a part of their, that original cohort? Yeah, definitely. Um, we were able to stay connected because some of us went on and did other programs um, like each other. So like um, a couple of my band people or people in the group that I was in, um, but we went on to do STG Songwriters Lab. And so we got to do that together um, as well as uh, being able to see people flourish on social media. Um, we're in a time and age where social media is so, um, so amazing right now, right? It pushes a lot of people's careers. So seeing them flourish has been amazing. Um, as well as um, just seeing them do their things throughout the community, right? Um, we stay connected via social media and uh, texting uh, back and forth. So that's been great. Yeah. I love that. Because yeah. you got to be connected in these ways. And now mm -hmm. there's so many different ways to stay connected, right? Definitely, yes. Uh, but also, you know, now you look, you graduate, you come back, and you bring your brilliance back into the program. Definitely. Uh, I really want to hear about that decision right there, Alyssa, because mm -hmm. that's that really takes some level of intentionality yeah. to be like, man, this program poured so much into me. Mm -hmm. Now I want to give back to it. Tell me about that decision to actually now work for the residency. Yeah. Um, like 
the way I was raised is that my community is my family, right? And so I always wanted to, in some way, work in a position that poured back into a community that poured into me. Um, and so being able to have this opportunity was a scary uh, decision for me just because I was ready on track in politics and government, things like that, right? And you have your parents who are like, you graduated with this, like go on and get your master's. Um, but again, like I said, that dream and that passion doesn't go away, right? Um, and I think of music as my first love. I started at four, right? And so um, when I saw the position was open, I was talking to Jonathan, the president of our board, right? And Jonathan was actually one of those original people in 2015 who was one of the people who helped guide and mentor me. Um, and so I just hit him up and I was like, Jonathan, I see this is open. Should I apply? Can I apply? And he was like, yeah, for sure. So he connected me with Jace and it was my first time connecting with Jace. And Jace was really dope. Jace was very supportive, was like, how can we get you involved? And I ended up applying when it opened. And um, I think... I wanted to help shape the next generation of this legacy of the residency, right? Knowing it's an extension of my legacy now, right? As a participant in 2015 um, and seeing the youth flourish and seeing where they were in the past from previous videos and things like that to seeing where they are now is amazing. And to know that you helped, you were a small part in helping to catapult them, right? And to help embolden them because a lot of them are shy and, and reserved, right? And they don't really understand the foundation and the power that they hold, right? And so helping them to stand in that power and be present in that and own that is very, it's very important to me as a young black woman, right? Um, I think knowing what I wish I had when I was younger and being able to be that for so many now is a, a, a blessing for me. It's an amazing opportunity, so. Absolutely, and I yeah. love hearing your passion behind it because it's clear that you have so much care yeah. uh, for all of the young folks you're working with. And clearly there are spe some specifics about your job. I'd love to hear more about how, you know, your role really fits into the work of the residency. Tell us more. Definitely, definitely, yeah. So as the program events manager here at the residency, um, I have the opportunity to help curate and coordinate the programs and events that we do. So we have partnerships, a lot of partnerships, right? And then we have have our set programs throughout the year that we do. So we do like songwriters, um, sorry, we do like writers camps, right? Um, and then we do our annual summer intensive, right? In August, and that's a month long uh, program. And then we do things like um, satellite shows, which is a great opportunity for our artists and young people to learn how to produce their own show, right? It's not the glitter and glamour, it's like the behind scenes, right? And then if it don't work out, it's like, well, did you market? Did you promote? How? What was the time? line for that right um and then we have other opportunities where we get to partner with individuals i'm sure you all have seen our where the heart lives which is a partnership with bloodworks right and trey you were a guest yeah. you came out and spoke to the young folks about your experience with blood donation right um and so essentially what i do is i help to coordinate between the two different people right whether it's that school um we figure out a timeline a nice timeline where we can market efficiently um based off of what the school's capabilities and capacity are right um and then i also help with our social media so i help guide that right um i help to build that out as well as our uh, website so i have a lot of things where i do behind the scenes to make sure that in front of the scenes we're able to smoothly operate right yeah. so yeah. yeah it's important and, and I'm, I'm so glad that i was able to start the show by giving love to event organizers like yourself i mean yeah. we're talking about juneteenth and all these different events mm -hmm. but there's so much work behind the scenes logistically to make things happen 
happen. Yeah. And I've been able to see some of y'all's shows and the young talent coming through. I mean, at Juneteenth at Jimi Hendrix, we had Tajay, we mm -hmm. had Big Dags. Definitely. It was great to be able to be like, man, now we got opportunities for these young artists so their artistry can continue. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. And I know it's important to the residency and to you as well. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa, when you think about some of the things that you're really excited for as you continue in your role there, tell us, uh, you know, some of those high points for you uh, of how you've been able to pour into young folks and kind of some of the things you're really looking forward to as you continue. Yeah, definitely. Um, so some of my highlights in this short period being here now, I think have been, well, not I think, I know have been seeing people like Tajay, you mentioned, flourish in her artistry um, and in her confidence as she takes that stage, right? And she sings things, she connects with her audience. Um, seeing people like KPX, the dope MC on the drums, right? <laughs> Doing his thing, um, or even getting up and interacting with the crowd, right? And being comfortable to do that. Um, I think also seeing them in the rehearsals take our constructive criticism and feedback and be open to that that just shows that they're open to grow right and they're not saying I know it all right but I'm humbling myself to know that you know more than I right um and to see what I can learn and grasp from you but then seeing them take that that constructive criticism and make those changes in the next rehearsal or in their performance is like, okay, cool. You understood what I was saying. Or you took it to another level. You made it your own. Um, I think those are my proud moments. Uh, what I hope to see from the residency from here on out moving forward, um, our fundraiser we had in May, um, Amir Islam, our executive director, got a chance to speak and he talks about the residency needs a residence. Um, and so I'm hoping and I'm, I'm, I am hoping to see that we get a residence, right? That we build out a place that's our own where our young folks can feel at home, right? They made it their own, right? There's a lot of places where you don't feel at home, right? And so we wanna make a space where they feel comfortable and they feel like they can be their whole self, right? Um, and be black, okay? <laughs> um, yeah. And you know, uh, we hope to have opportunities where they have a professional studio there and come through, right? Um, so that's what I hope to see from the residency is let's just build out and then also have these connections across the country. There's so many great people doing things in the different cities that we would love to connect with, right? So that's what I hope to see in the future. Well, I love that vision there, yeah. Alyssa. And thank you so much for kicking off the residency takeover this week on the day with Trey. Of course, if folks out there want to connect more with the residency, find out how to be at the next event y'all throw, Definitely. look right there and let them know how to connect. Yeah, y'all can connect with the residency anytime. You can follow us on Twitter at the residency. You can follow us on Instagram, which is underscore the residency underscore. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, which is The Residency. And then you can also Google The Residency and hit up our website, sign up for our newsletter. Thank you so much, Trey, for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. And thanks for bringing your brilliance back to something that poured into you. You're truly a shining example of what it means to go get the knowledge and bring it back into your community. And I'm, I'm just overjoyed to hear that story because it, it lets me know we're doing something right Definitely. when we have folks like you who pour back in. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, y'all, this is all starting to be a great week. Of course, I'm going to wrap up this episode and give you a little teaser for tomorrow's episode right after this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hi, I'm Vesa Gordon from Converge Media, Hits 106.1, and back to Vesa on Fox 13.
And I'm Buki Gates from Baseball Beyond Borders. And we are here at T-Mobile Park where on July 7th they will host the very first ever HBCU Swingman Classic. That's right, Mesa. Ken Griffey Jr., the kid, has rounded up 50 of the very best ball players from HBCUs from all across the country from schools like Jackson State, Grambling, Southern, FAMU, North Carolina a Alabama State, and many more. It's literally the All-Star Game before the All-Star Game, right? Exactly. And the fact that the very first HBCU Swingman Classic is happening right here in the Emerald City is a big deal. A big deal indeed. And it sounds like a whole lot of black college homecoming vibes. You already know what it is. Don't miss out on this historic opportunity to see the very best of the best black college baseball players right here at T-Mobile Park on July 7th. Tickets are on sale now at allstargame.com. That is allstargame.com. See you there. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I just want to thank Alyssa King for being here and jumping off the residency takeover this week here on The Day with Trey. As I share it with you all at the top of the show, I get the opportunity to really hone in on three amazing representatives. And tomorrow, y'all will see me talking to someone who is in the program who's going to be sharing his experience, what he's gaining, what he's bringing to the table, and how his artistry is shaping up through the mentor and guidance happening at the residency. But of course, this for me is inspiring to hear Alyssa say, I went to college and then when I saw this job, I thought, should I apply? And she did. And she's bringing it back. And it's just a strong reminder to all of us that when we get certain skills, tools under our toolkit, talents, abilities, and we bring it back into our communities. We're contributing to the next generation. So y'all know I'm inspired. I want you to be inspired to do the same thing as Alyssa has done. Find the way for you to be a part of your community because that essentially is you being a part of the solution. Of course, y'all, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.